You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now the Jews, they were in their fortress of Banu Quraidha. From their fortress, they had towers and windows looking. They saw an army of Muslims coming towards them. They noticed the Muslim soldiers, so they quickly closed the gates of the fortress. They knew things were not good. Now narrations indicate that when the Muslims arrived, the Jews from their towers, from their windows, they hurled abusive language against the Prophet. They started cursing and cussing at Rasulullah. La ilaha illallah. Look at their indecency. They slandered Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa Now Imam Ali was the carrier of the banner of the standard. When he heard those insults, he quickly went back to Medina. He told him, Ya Rasulullah, because the Prophet was slowly following them to come. He told him, Ya Rasulullah, I prefer that you don't come to the fortress now because they are saying indecent words, I don't want you to hear them. Because Imam Ali finds it difficult for the Prophet to hear those insults. The Prophet told him, don't worry Ali, when they see me in person, they will not have the audacity to cuss at me anymore. So I'm coming, don't worry. So the Prophet came to the fortress with so much courage, and he spoke to them harshly this time. See, sometimes when people are just so indecent, criminals, committed treason, you can't just smile on their face and say, hey, you know, come, we're brothers, I forgive you. You can't do that. Because if you do that, you're betraying justice. So yes, historical accounts indicate the Prophet was tough on them. He told them, have you now not seen how Allah humiliated you guys for your treason? Is this not enough evidence that you guys are on the wrong path and Allah has supported me. Then according to historical reports, the Prophet called them, oh you brothers of pigs and monkeys. We'll, we'll comment on that. And we have, by the way, a few months ago we talked about this one when we talked about the haya and the decency of the Prophet When they heard this from the Prophet, they told him, oh Abu Qasim, we never seen you hot-tempered like this or you know tough with us like this and you know you're really rebuking us. Some narrations indicate when they said that to the Prophet, the Prophet felt shy so he turned back to the point where his abaya, his cloak like fell off of his shoulder out of embarrassment and shyness. How, what's our take on this? If you remember, we talked about the haya of the Prophet, we discussed this particular incident. Would the Prophet say anything indecent or no? Was it indecent? And if it wasn't indecent, why did the Prophet feel shy? Remember, when the Prophet told them, O brothers of Al-Qiradata wal-Khanazir, the monkeys and pigs, our analysis was that the Prophet wasn't cussing at them or slandering them. What was he reminding them of? Why did he mention pigs and monkeys in specific? It's mentioned in the Quran. 
Exactly. Their ancestors, their Jewish ancestors, when they violated the laws of Allah, they broke the Sabbath, they killed prophets, Allah morphed a group of them into pigs and monkeys. This is Quran, it's not Hadith, this is Quran. Allah morphed them into monkeys and pigs. The Prophet was telling them, look you guys, if you keep disobeying God, you keep rejecting the truth, committing treason, your fate will be their fate. Allah will humiliate you. So he was reminding them of a historical event that happened. Not that he's calling them pigs and monkeys. The Prophet, you know, in his akhlaq and seerah, he wouldn't do that. But he's reminding them of what's mentioned in the Quran. So he wasn't cussing at them, but he's still harsh. He's still tough when you, when you say something like that. Now, if the Prophet, he said the truth, and he had to give it to them, why did he feel shy or embarrassed according to these hadiths? They told him, look Abu Qasim, we've never seen you this tough. <laughs> the Jews told him, yeah. And he, according to our hadiths, he felt shy and embarrassed. He took a step back, you know, he just didn't say anything. But we analyzed it a few months ago. And we gave it an analysis that's acceptable. I'll give you an example. Sometimes someone does something so indecent, so disturbing, you have to confront them. It's your job to confront them. Because if you just stay silent, it kind of means you give them the green light. I mean, imagine if someone does something shocking, deliberately, willfully, with bad intention, and you're the leader, you're responsible, right? You can't just smile at their faces. You have to be tough with them. You have to confront them. So the Prophet ﷺ confronted them because it was his moral obligation to confront them. You're just saying if you don't condemn, you're condoning. Right, if you don't clearly condemn, you could be seen as condoning. So the Prophet had to show them that what they did was big. Now, sometimes when you confront someone and you put them on the spot and you make them feel terrible, you feel embarrassed a little bit. Has that ever happened to you? where someone really violates you or violates someone to the point where justice means you have to confront them. When you go and confront them and they, they're humiliated, you feel bad for them. They deserve it. I'm not regretful. I, I, I had to do that. But now that you're so humiliated, I just feel a little bit shy or embarrassed. That's why, you know, when you give it to them good, you just take a step back. You know, I'm not going to say further things. You're already humiliated. This is how we analyze this, this segment. So what the Prophet said to them was truth. And he had to say it to them. But this was the first time that the Prophet openly, public, publicly confronts an entire tribe like that. Because the whole tribe pretty much committed treason. And then they told him, Ya Rasulullah, whoa, that was, you know, harsh. They deserved it, but it was harsh. So the Prophet just felt a little bit shy, let's say. Because his akhlaq is so impeccable. You know, people with excellent akhlaq, even if they put someone on spot who must be put on spot, they just still feel bad inside. Because they have empathy, they have sympathy. They're not cruel. Absolutely. No, no, it's not regret, exactly. 
Don't see that as weakness or the Prophet is regretting, but because the Prophet is at the peak of akhlaq, he's humble, it's out of his humbleness. We have narrations that he said it, yeah, in both Shia and Sunni sources, so I can't reject that he said it. So we have these historical references, our position is, assuming these historical references are all true, we have proper analysis that does not violate the standards of the Prophet. 